Hey, welcome to this episode of the Desmond Ong Show. So uh, this episode is just going to be me actually giving you a big tip as well as giving you some ideas and things that you can do right now uh, to potentially start a business. So you see, one of the biggest questions that I'm getting, especially during this global crisis that we're in, a terrible year that we're in right now so far, um, people are asking me, Desmond, I want to start a business. I think this is truly the best time to start a business, but the only reason why I have not started a business is because I don't have any money, right? I don't have any resources. I don't know where I can get started without any money because for a lot of business out there, you know, of course, besides a lot of internet business, but we're talking about other businesses as well. Uh, a lot of people do tell me that they need startup capital and they cannot find startup capital. So I want to use this episode to really talk a little bit about how to find funding. I want to use this episode to talk a little bit about how you can get started. I want to use this episode to really talk about how you can get started with a business without any money at all. So I'm going to give you some ideas. I want to make it really casual i'm not scripted or anything like that so i'm just gonna try to you know pour in as much as i know from my brain into this little podcast episode here so the title of this podcast title is going to be how to start a business without any money just to keep it simple now tony robbins once said this you know it's not the it's not the resources that stop people it's the resourcefulness that stop people you see Everybody have limited resources, whether it's the context that you have, time, money, motivation, energy, you know, these are all resources and everybody has very little resources, but it's a matter of how resourceful you are, how you actually think around to be able to create creative structures and creative ways to be able to accomplish your goal, right? And I think this is really, really important here. Like for, for me, I'm going to tell you one thing when it comes to this mindset here. Now, I always believe that I'm always lacking in energy. I always believe that because of that, it's very difficult for me to go to the gym six times a week so what i did was that i creatively structure my day in a way that uh when i wake up in the morning i'll force myself to like make a brew like a protein brew or, or pre-workout brew and that would actually you know and, and and if you know anything about supplement they can cost quite a bit of money now being a being an asian <laughs> being a chinese right when i see that i'm like oh man i already spent like how much in this bottle now i have to go and work out right that, that hacks my brain into thinking that oh you know now i have to go work out because i already make my pre-workout i have to go to the gym otherwise i'm wasting my pre-workout right and that, that's the mindset that i'm in so there is this quote here that i would really love for you to really pay attention to which is by tony robbins i'm i'm not gonna misquote it so i'm just gonna go and re- uh, search for it on google resourcefulness quote by okay so let me just read this out by tony robbins uh, i want to make sure that you are reading you're, you're having the right quote it's not the lack of resources, it's the lack of resourcefulness that stops you. And this is by Tony Robbins here. I think this is so absolutely right. So if you're watching this episode right now and you're thinking, hey, I want to start a business, but I do not know where I can get started. I have no idea, you know, what can I do right now? Uh, I don't have any funds. Now, listen, when it comes to business funding there's something that you have to know so business always starts from an idea stage you always get started with an idea and then you need to do some sort of validation right and a lot of people skip this step because they want to go straight to funding i think that's a huge mistake when you go to an investor without any uh without any ideas without any ideas that are validated right ideas itself is worth nothing you can tell me that you have the most amazing this and that and i see that so often because being a business investor myself so many people pitch me new ideas all the time 
The problem is I am I, I as an investor is not interested in ideas, right? And I remember there was this uh you know language school that actually pitched me that they, they got a whole investment deck and everything. They want to create like an you know e-commerce, e-learning kind of uh, language school, and they want me to invest a lot of money into it. And I was telling them, listen, you know, for the past few years, your company has been losing money. The idea is not validated. I don't think this is a good investment for me. And this guy just literally wrote back and said, oh, then you are a banker. You're not an investor. Investor takes risk. And that is a huge distinction that most people don't get. Now, I don't blame him. It's because a lot of people tend to read the news or they watch TV shows. It seems that investors are the people that take risks. A lot of investors are not very much uh, risk takers. They want to make sure that they have a protection to the downside, which is really, really important here. So, when you're starting a business, you come from an idea, you want to go to validation. Validation means bringing it to the market. Now, you might be asking, Desmond, I, I, if my product is not built, how do I bring it to market? Well, you got to create something called minimum viable product, the simplest version of the product, and you want to put it out there and uh, test it out, test the market out and see if people are going to buy it. If people are not even going to buy it, that's not a good idea. Or you can sell a pre-order, like what people do with Indiegogo and Kickstarter. You can, you know, make a, like a really good sales ladder or sales page and sales video to really talk about your product, talk about your dream, put it up there and see if you can get crowdfunding uh, support behind it. If nobody funds your project, if crowdfunding is not yielding any money at all, that means your project or your idea sucks and you need to hear that, right? And once you have went through the validation stage, that's when you actually raise even more money to grow your business. So how do you raise even more money from the first stage? Even though you have done crowdfunding, it's still very difficult to go to investors because sophisticated investors or professional investors many times, they'll look at it in a way that they need to see real results. They need to see a real company. They need to see track record. And if you don't have that, it's going to be a little bit difficult. That's why if you watch the TV show Shark Tank, um, you know, even though some projects are being crowdfunded, it's still very difficult to, to for investors to actually invest in these projects because you know crowdfunding is not the best way to validate, but at least I would would say it's a great opportunity for you to raise cash and more importantly to let you know that at least you have a first batch of customers the next investor that you need to look at is not a sophisticated investor after you have crowdfunded or you're validated the next investors that you need to look at and you need to find is going to be your friends and family and at this point here you want to raise at least fifteen thousand to fifty thousand depending on your local currency if in it's in us in the united states i would say fifteen thousand dollars to fifty thousand if you are in let's say in the malaysia um i would say fifty thousand ringgit at least minimum friends and family right Listen, this is really, really important distinction here. If your friends and family cannot support you, you the only way is you got to go through the crowdfunding route, okay? And you need to raise more money from crowdfunders. And if you can't do that, that means your idea is not good enough or your product is just not good enough or you are just not good enough, right? So... And when I say you're not good enough, I'm not here to insult you. I'm just telling you that maybe you want to develop yourself, become a better salesperson, become a better marketer, become a better entrepreneur, right? I think that's something that people need to discuss and you need to be alert. Just because you have a great product doesn't mean that your product should sell really, really well, okay? So the next step is that's when you really go and look for investors. After you have maybe two years, three years of track record, you can go to investors and say, hey, you know, listen, I have this project. I've been doing this business for three years and it's been going up and I want to be able to take advantage of uh, the growth that we are in right now. And we need more money to like put fuel to the fire and, you know, grow the business really quickly. That's when you're finding investors. Okay. So the thing is, the problem is a lot of money, money, I'm sorry, a lot of people still have this idea that you need to raise a lot of money before you actually get started. That's not the idea. I know people read books and people hear stories where people raise money and then, then only they go and, um, 
create a product or create a business that's not the way you have to start the business first you have to go and create a minimum viable product and that's how you get started so we have i have some notes here that i would like to share with you uh that i think will be helpful for those people maybe you're a young person or maybe you're of an older person that you just want to start with a business but you're not sure where to start and you're not willing to spend any money and you don't want to go raise money right so Here's what we do. So first thing first, you need to look at four simple words. I would prefer if you're if you're not driving, okay. If you're listening to this on YouTube, if you're listening to this uh, while you're sitting at home or sitting in the office, you get a pen and paper and write these four words down, okay. Skills, experiences, knowledge, and commitment. Skills, experiences, knowledge, and commitment. So first thing first, you need to ask yourself, what do you have, okay? So you have four things here: skills experience, knowledge, and commitment. So this is the question that you need to answer to yourself. If, if I, as your mentor, as your coach, ask you, what do you have, right? You need to be able to answer, you know, out of these four, how many of these do you have? So all of these four are very, very important. Like, let's say, what skills do you have right now? Maybe you have a sales skill. You're, you're a real estate broker. You're very good at closing deals, right? That, that's a sales skill, right? Experience, you close, let's say, hundreds of real estate deals. Then that means you have experience closing deals. That's great. Now, knowledge, right? You have knowledge about real estate. You have knowledge about negotiation. You have knowledge about closing a deal, sales skills. So that's another knowledge that you can keep, right? And the last and the most important word that you need to answer is commitment, right? If you have all three earlier, skills, experiences, and knowledge, but if you don't have commitment, it means nothing. So at the end of the day, one of the most important thing that you must have is commitment. Commitment is very crucial to starting a business. Too many people, they start a business and then they reach until 30% and, and they just stop and they just, just disappear. So we see so many of these problems happening. So in order for you to actually be able to uh, sustain this, what you need to understand is you need to have skills, experiences, knowledge, and commitment. So you need to ask yourself this question, what kind of skill do you have? If you're telling me that doesn't mean I got no skill, I, I have no experiences, I have no knowledge, right? And I think you are a liar because if you're telling you're telling me that you have no skill experiences and knowledge right i think what, what have you been doing like are you a baby can't be if you're listening to this you cannot be a baby you must have some sort of skill experiences and knowledge if you don't have it listen some people will just tell me that's why i really don't have it i have not lived my life I've, I've done nothing okay assuming you're one of those people now i've never even met anyone like that before and any any person that tell me they know nothing every single time i question them i quiz them i found out that they know a lot about something they're just not willing to share it right but if you really do not know anything right now what i would bid you to do is go out there and get some experiences go out there and get some skills right lower your ego work for someone else for two years three years four years and learn skill sets right and more importantly how about partnering with people how about going out there but to partner with people remember you have to give value nobody's going to partner with you unless you're able to give value right so when it comes to skill set, you can always go learn new skills, right? Facebook ads is not difficult to learn. You can go to my one of my class. You can learn about Facebook ads very easily. You can learn about YouTube ads. There's so much, so many skills out there that you can learn. If you want to learn coding, there's just so many online courses that you can go and enroll. In fact, for me, when I was was getting started, I didn't know anything about paid advertising. I didn't know anything about digital marketing. Guess where I learned? I went on YouTube and I learned myself, test everything myself. I didn't have a teacher teaching me how to do all of that, right? So that's really, really important. Now, the second question that you need to ask yourself is, who do you know? Very important question here. Now, first question was, what do you have? The second question is, who do you know? Now, who do you know is made up of two things. I want you to take a look at your phone. Maybe just open up your phone and look at the context list and tell me who are the people in there that could actually give you an opportunity, that you could actually sell a skill, right? Same thing. The second word that I want to tell you is network, context and network. How can you tap into a network so that they can also tap into the network for you? Like, 
I'm telling people like literally when you are getting started with something and like you just want to make money, you don't care what kind of business that you're doing, but ideally you start with no money. One of the things that I highly recommend most people to do is by giving away social media consulting services. And I think it's the easiest, easiest business to set up. The main reason is because if you think about it like this, skill set, this is something that you can learn very easily. Like you can spend $5 on Facebook and you learn a lot from spending that $5, right? And experiences, and you're doing it while you're gaining the skill set, you're also gaining the experience and you're gaining the knowledge. As long as you have the commitment to do it, then you can finish it off. And then you go with your contacts and you go to the networks and find out who are the business owners that you know, who are the people that need Facebook ads right now. And in today's age, there should be a lot more people that need these services. You can go out to them and say, hey, listen, I would like to help you do Facebook ads. I would like to help you uh, with social media. And many of them will say yes, right? I've got a a YouTube video on my channel called how to make 240,000 something like that it's 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 exactly what I would do if I if I'm to start all over again now the problem with most people why they don't succeed with this uh, methodology or this system you know unless they are my students right my students will go and do it but a lot of other people out there they, the reason why they try the reason is because the the reason why they fail is because they are too worried about not getting paid so a lot of the times they are not willing to work for free for the business owners or the clients first. Now, I think that's for a lot of people, this is a really bad mindset here, right? A lot of people think that you must get paid first before you work. And I think that's a huge wrong mindset. That is a mindset of an employee. As a business owner, you have to take the risk because you say you want to start a business without any money. That's, that means you want to be a business owner, which means things that you do might not work. In fact, as a business owner myself and a lot of business owners that I know, they can do 10 things and I would say eight or nine of them will fail and they only have one or two things that succeed. Same thing here with me, right? So you have to bear that risk. And if you're not willing to bear that risk, that means you don't want to be a business owner. You just want to be a highly paid, flexible employee. Then you're listening to the wrong podcast. You're listening to the wrong person telling you what to do, right? So what I recommend people to do is, hey, listen, we're in a tough economy right now. So what you want to do with business owners is instead of charging them high service fee per month, how about doing a profit sharing? How about doing performance-based, right? And that's how you can get started. What you could do, literally, like the simplest way I can explain this to you is you go and gain some social media skills, right? You go to a business owner and say, hey, you're lacking social media presence. I can help you with that. And all you need to do is any sale that you're close, give me 20%. That's it. And for the business owners, they're not losing anything. They're, they're, they're paying by performance base, which is which is dream for them, which makes closing the deal so much easier for you. So you don't need any sales skill. You can be an introvert. You can be like a really... Like, I'm a starterer. So if I can do it, I think you can do it too. That's why this is so easy and so important. This is something that you guys can do today. Now, I'm just using that as an example. I've got a student tax expert, very good at taxes, right? So what they do, they go out there and find business owners and advise them on tax and say, hey, if I can save you 100000 in tax, uh, I want 5% of that. And he got that. He got more than 5%. The business owner felt so lucky to have him. The business owner actually provided him with more percentage of the profit sharing. I wouldn't say profit sharing. I say this is savings sharing, right? Sounds a bit weird, but basically the business owner saved over 100000 and he got paid over 10000 Like 5000 was supposed to be his pay and he got an additional 5000 because he did such a great job, right? Let's say you have skill set in right real estate consulting you can consult developers you can consult uh you know landlords to to, to help them with their, their their rental and all that kind of stuff there's so many things that you know the thing is most people undervalue their skill set experiences and knowledge it's just that so many people know so much but they don't know that they can actually monetize what they know 
right? And that's why I created my course called Platinum Mastery Program. It's about monetizing what you know and turning it into money, right? And I think that's so important for most people. So I hope you'll find uh, today's, uh, this episode's podcast recording a little bit special. I just want to use this as a way to, you know, push out a public service announcement to let you guys know that yes, today you can start a business without money. And if you're thinking of doing business the old way, going to the bank and proposing your business plan and hopefully the bank will support it, right? Unless your dad is like a big time influence influential entrepreneur or someone very famous, right? Very powerful then chances are that's not going to work for you. So if you want to do it the right way, like an ordinary people way, it's all about doing what we just shared on this podcast. If you like this podcast, remember, make sure you subscribe. Uh, Tell your friends about this podcast because we're trying to churn out as much content as possible. And one of the ways we want to churn out more content is to get more guests onto our show. If that's something that you would love to help contribute, definitely hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on Facebook. We're all about giving value. So make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends about our podcast. We're also on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel too. So hopefully you find this useful and I'll see you in the next episode.